like when people are, are like, oh, I'm so bad at trivia. Yeah. I'm like, some of the smartest people I know are terrible at trivia. Oh, sure. They know a lot of stuff that's relevant and pertinent to life and <laughs> makes them... Uh, they got their shit together. Yeah, and then some of us can name all the Brady kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, some people can do both. Oh, fuck them. Yeah, yeah, we don't like them <laughs> at all. But we do want them on our team because they probably have good jobs and will buy around every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, just be nice to those people. Love you. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is episode 79. All right. Yeah, and this is Monica's return to Seattle. Hello, Monica. I'm back. Now, did you listen to the last podcast? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's it for the podcast, everybody. Thanks a lot for coming out to the podcast where Why? your ears are. Oh, I, the beginning of it was as if you were already back. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to go and listen to it. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm not going to ask you the same questions like, how was your trip and how are the babies? But since now you had the trip and saw the babies, how was the trip and how was the babies? It was great. Yeah. They were cute. And the babies? Yeah, they were Yeah, the babies. Oh, yeah. I saw uh, my two-year-old nephew, Xander. Good and name. he's obsessed with animals. Ah. And he has like little animal figurines and cards with animals on them. And he knows what all the kinds of animals are. And every once in a while, he'll be like playing with a little chicken. And he's like, it's chicken's birthday. Happy birthday, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, happy birthday, chicken. Well, I would think that as, as, a, as a young child... The most exciting day is probably either birthday or Christmas. It seems so, like birthday yeah. is... Well, birthday is great because it's all about you. There's nobody else getting presents. Yeah. That's why it sucks to have a birthday right around Christmas. Hey, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> Our December... Uh, we should just have the most bitter December po- podcasts <laughs> out there as our birthdays approach. Happy fucking birthday. <laughs> uh, well... There's not a lot to announce as far as local things going on, but we do want to thank Sean for uh, hosting at Fitzgerald's during during Monica's absence. I hear he did well. I heard good things. And uh, he sent me a nice message saying he had a lot of fun. He was a little nervous the first night, but he had fun. But now he's uh, ready to get back to playing. Yeah. It's always fun to play. Yeah. I'm a little bummed that uh, the trivia night that we usually go on Sundays after we record is not happening tonight. It's not happening. I thought it was, but it is not. Yeah. So we're going to have to forego going to play. So we'll just have to have fun on this podcast without that excitement. Woohoo. Yeah. I'm having so much fun. Yeah. You're, you are convincing. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's just get right to it. Shall we do it? Yes. All right, here we go. Let me 
now it's time for the lightning round. She's not kidding, everybody. Lightning round time. Uh, what is your subject for me in today's lightning round? So I might have written one about this for you before, but because of what time it is, I wrote a round about football. Oh, football. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> Are you ready for a brown? I've been watching football. Well, you are in Ohio. That's, that's something they do there. I actually watched a great Ohio State, um, Penn State game. Oh, really? It was very exciting. Who ended up winning? Was it Ohio, Ohio State? Ohio State won. That makes it even better. And they were at Penn State. So the whole stadium was like, they were all dressed in white. It was like a whiteout or something. Oh, wow. And it was like, it looked really cool, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it was like, it felt intimidating oh, yeah. for Ohio State players. I remember going to see one of their, their games when I, I was going to school at Northwestern. They came and uh, and th- thoroughly <laughs> crushed the Wildcats. Go Wildcats. <laughs> uh, not known as a football school, although late, later years they did better. But uh, yeah. when I was going there, they I think the best year they had was they won four games. And it was like we won Ooh, the Super wow, Bowl, yeah. the Super Bowl of college. My high school, also Northwestern. Uh, I know. But they were Warriors, not Wildcats. Right. Terrible football. Yeah. Just awful. Yeah. Was there a department that they excelled at? Like we had, a, our, our high school had a really good music department mm-hmm. and uh, a couple other departments like that. Was there something else that they did well? Well, I was in the marching band and the marching band was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like... You know, they have, like, those big, like, double-A marching bands right. that would just win everything. Like, it wasn't like that, but we were good for our division. Yeah. Which was, like, B or something. Cool. <laughs> it was fun. We were definitely better than the football team. Right? <laughs> Come for the marching band, stay for the game. <laughs> or well, don't. Or don't. Well, um, speaking of which, uh, my round theme for you this week is Columbus. Since it's Columbus Day when this drops. Uh, but my round is on Columbus, Ohio. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, that's the biggest smile I've seen on your face <laughs> since I asked you Star Trek questions. <laughs> I actually, I don't know how much I know about Columbus, but I know what it is. <laughs> You're already two <laughs> steps ahead. All right, do you want to go? I was there <laughs> not that long ago. Do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go first. All right, here we go with today's lightning round. Question one. In 1970, the NFL added what aesthetic feature to their uniforms that some college teams have refused to adopt? And just an aesthetic thing. Some, I hope I'm using that word correctly. Well, like aesthetic, <laughs> like decorative, and it makes it look nice. Not necessary for safety. It's not necessary for safety. It's to make it look cooler. Kind of, yeah. Okay. On their uniforms. What did they add? What year was this now? Uh, it was 1970 in the NFL. Was it the names on the back of the jerseys? Yes, there it we is. go. There we go. Yeah, I would think that would be nice. I mean, especially in that sport where there's helmets on everybody and you can't see faces. You don't yeah. need it so much in basketball or but but something like that 
You would think that they would want to be seen on TV every once in a while. Well, apparently that's one of the reasons why it started happening is so it's for TV viewers. Right. Right. That makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Here we go. Your first question on Columbus, Ohio is a true or false question. Okay. 48% of Americans live within 500 miles of Columbus, Ohio. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say true. It is true. Wow. It is true. That was, uh, uh, I think it's on their, like, uh, their chamber of commerce website oh, really? is one of the things is like it's like the like you're about a day's drive from chicago from new york from they said a day's drive from atlanta i mean all these places that are very close and uh it's yeah. a long day to drive to atlanta well i would think so it's a really long horrible yeah. day <laughs> and you just want leave. they didn't say anything about the quality of the drive <laughs> when i moved out here it was like iowa yeah. Like, and then, like, South Dakota. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, there's nothing here. Yes, except our wonderful listeners in those states. Well, I really liked the wind farms. Yeah. I think those look cool. And South Dakota had the Badlands. Oh, that would be cool to and see. that was really neat. When I drove out from here from Chicago, we went North Dakota and then through Montana. Montana takes a while. It's yeah. like two days just to get through end to end from to, through Montana. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough one. It's pretty though. It's least. very pretty. <laughs> it's very pretty. Okay, number two. While watching an NFL game on broadcast television, does actual gameplay make up more or less than ten percent of the game? Oh boy. My inclination is to say more, but it's not much more. 10%, that's a really low number. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say it's a little bit more. It's actually a little oh, less. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is 8.3%. Damn. And then there's replays before that. Sure. And then commercials. Sure. And the number one thing, like 35 point something percent. Is players standing around between plays. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is what, when you get into argument with somebody who enjoys football slash soccer. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, the action's always going. And it's like, yeah, but the scoring's not. Yeah. So it depends on what you it's like. kind of what I like about hockey is yeah. that it's very continuous. But I think they score a little more than soccer. Yeah, which is what I like. There's also like fights and stuff. Yeah, which is what I like about basketball is that there's constant scoring. I know the squeaky shoes. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Hey, did you see that the NHL coming to Seattle looks like it's happening probably in the next year or two? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I am excited about that. Yeah, when the Canadians come back around. Yes. Are you gonna follow the Canadians again this year? Yep. We're gonna do a Canadian update. They uh, tied a game and they won a game already. Oh, we've already started the season. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next week we're going to have our first Canadian updates. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I gotta, we did Yeah, that. yeah, we got to bring out the, the theme song Yay. again. All right, good. <laughs> uh, question number two for you. What annual July parade in Columbus features a group dressed like Fidel Castro called the Marching Fidels? I probably should say it, Marching Fidels. <laughs> well, I've never heard of this. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I never heard of it. What is it? It's called the Doodah Parade. Oh. Okay. Well, I thought you were a marching band. I thought maybe you played in it or something no. like that. But it's like a parody of a parade. It's a paradery. A paradery. Yeah. And people it. dress up crazy. And there's one in Pasadena, California. There's now a bunch of them all over the place. But Columbus seems like one of the first places they would do this on a yearly basis. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number three for you. What former NFL player has over a hundred NFL records, including most NFL records? <laughs> Who is that person? I'm going to guess his name is Jerry Rice. That is his name. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I didn't give you any more clues because I knew you would be. Yeah, because I was thinking about like Super Bowl wins and touchdowns and yards. And yeah, he kind of did everything. And he was a pretty amazing player. He ended up on the Seahawks for like a year, like at the very yeah. end of his career. I was reading about that. And then um, the 49ers offered him one day contract to come back so he could retire as a 49er. Right. And he signed a contract and it was for like a million nine hundred and eighty three thousand six something. It was like sure. a ton of money. Yeah. But it was a number that they created as like the year that he first started. Oh. And like uh, I don't know, some other stuff. Yeah. And then he didn't actually get any money. Oh, he didn't? No. It was just like uh, like a ceremonial thing. Oh, got it. Got so it. he didn't actually get the money because that's like almost $2 million for one day of not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, even that is crazy for the NFL. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. Question number three for you. What action film star has a bronze statue outside the Columbus Convention Center? where his bodybuilding and fitness competition is held every year. This one I do now. Yes. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you know why? He has that there every yeah. year? I don't know, but well, it's happened for many years. Columbus, Ohio was where he first won a Mr. World competition. Really? Yeah, before he was an actor, before he had done anything like that, that's what kind of made his, you know, he made his his uh, name in bodybuilding and he won Mr. World there and in a big speech he said I'm always going to come back to Columbus Ohio and all that sort of stuff and he did and he did and now he holds this this yearly competition I've always wondered why it yeah. was there yeah every, I, I always thought I always associated him with California yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, he's a, he's big in Columbus. Well, that's so great that he kept his promise. Well, isn't he a nice guy? He's a nice guy, isn't he? A little infidelity <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, but probably not rapey. Yeah. Probably. Which on this day is like that. Yeah, that counts for something. <laughs> Number four. What sports equipment company has an exclusive contract? To provide footballs to the NFL. Who the footballs? Well, there's two that came to mind. Oh, man. I'm going to pick the wrong one. Is it Wilson? It is oh, Wilson. Oh, good. I was <laughs> going through the Wilson and Spalding, and I couldn't I couldn't uh, think of it. I think you were thinking Wilson, and I, I picked it up. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the with the brain waves. Well, you're wrong because I was thinking about cats. <laughs> <laughs> Is it cats? Oh man, if you did that to me, I would just be like, "What's the capital of uh, Maine?" Cats? Is it cats? Could be cats. Uh, question number four for you: The State House in Columbus has eight rooms named after the eight presidents who came from Ohio. What last name is represented twice? Well, now I just feel stupid. <laughs> well, you got the Arnold Schwarzenegger, so you got the important one. <laughs> is it like Harrison? It is Harrison. Is it? Well done. Yay! William Henry and uh, then Benjamin after yes. him. So, yeah, they they were both Ohioans and they both have their. Well, uh, I don't feel bad. She's <laughs> <laughs> got all sassy on that one. <laughs> all right, last one for you. The longest field goal recorded in a game is 69 yards. I don't get it. It is. Is it held by an NFL team or a player or a college player? Oh, I think it's a college player. It is. Yeah, because I think the NFL record is still like sixty-three. Sixty-four. Sixty-four. Okay. Yeah, and is that still Tom Dempsey? I think that's still the guy with half a foot. I don't remember. I remember that stood up for a long time. I think it was broken in like 2015. Okay. Because it was 63 and now it's 64. Interesting. So the uh, 69 yard field goal was in 1976. And it was some uh, university called Abilene Christian University. Oh, okay. Do you remember who the name the name of the, the kicker was? Uh Johansson was his last name. Okay. I wonder if he went on to the NFL. I would think if he can kick 69 yards, you at least get a shot at an NFL team. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't really say much about it. Yeah. Just that it happened. 69 yards, that's a long, that's a long ways. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's your last one, and it's sort of football related. Okay. Question number five. What is the official legal name of the college in Columbus represented by the Buckeyes? Ohio State University? Is that not the legal name of it? It is not the legal name of it. Oh, oh no. Well, and this is all... you. If you ever watch football games, especially NFL football games, and somebody's from OSU, they always say, I'm so-and-so from the Ohio State University. The the at the beginning of it is part of its legal name. Oh, really? Yeah, which is why you hear people, like, it's every time they print it out, they just don't say Ohio State University. They say the Ohio State University. They went, we had to go through, like, their state legislature to, to, like, make that the official name. There's not another one. I know. (laughs) I don't know why they do it, but they do it. There's Ohio University. Right. But not Ohio State. Right. And people say Ohio State, but when anybody refers to them in any sort of legal context, it has to the the has to be there. Okay. So well, hmm. now I know. Yeah. I didn't go there, so. Yeah. All right. I wish you would have asked me what the mascot's name is because I know that. What is the mascot's name? Brutus. Brutus, not <laughs> Bucky the Buckeye. <laughs> no. 
That's even much cuter if it was Bucky the Buckeye. Brutus the Buckeye. All right, let's see how we did here. You got one. You got two. You got three out of five. You got four. Yeah. All right. All right. We learned something about football and the lovely state of uh, Columbus, Ohio. The state of the Columbus, state Ohio. Of Columbus. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was your lightning round. Drop kick me Jesus through the goalpost of life. End over end, neither left nor to right. Straight through the heart of the horizons of rights. Drop kick me Jesus through the goalpost of life. So last week while you were gone, I one of my trivia nights we did a round uh, about poop. Okay. Uh, and the word poop and some other things. <laughs> so I'm, I'm giving you this. Uh, this is a chocolate bar with Kopi Luwak coffee. Do you do you know what that is? Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast yes. before. So it's my that animals poop. Yes. So my <laughs> my sister, uh, who is a harp technician, she travels around the world, and she was in Indonesia, and she brought me back Kopi Luwak. Coffee and chocolate bars. Oh my gosh. Now, for those of you who uh, maybe missed this on the podcast, the Kopi Luwak is the, uh, the Kopi is their name for coffee and Luwak is named for this uh, animal. Look how cute it it's is. It's adorable. Adorable. <laughs> but it, it's the one that uh, eats the coffee beans when they're still in these cherry type shells and then the enzymes in their stomach mix with it and as they defecate it out, uh, people harvest the beans, take the covers off, and then make coffee out of it. Now, most likely, that does have doesn't have any Kopi Luwak in oh, it really? because she bought it at the airport. It's authentic, right? The um, <laughs> the branding laws in Indonesia are suspect. <laughs> you see. So people say Kopi Luwak, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it has that. But uh, uh, try it at your leisure, and mm-hmm. then you can make a report back on how you liked the poop chocolate. The poop chocolate. <laughs> mm. Did you do? Did you try the coffee? I tried the coffee. The coffee was it was kind of this uh, just a little like instant coffee thing, and it was not good. No, no. But again, I don't know if it's authentic, and I don't know if the if the uh, thing about Kopi Luwak is that it tastes great, or if it's just because it comes out of a cat's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely the, the latter. Well, I could make a fortune with stuff that comes out of a cat's butt. <laughs> it's a delicacy. You've got a box full of it with a handle right over here. <laughs> I do. We are officially recording in the cat's bathroom. <laughs> no, we're not. Yes. It is time for your game prep. That was not bad. Well, now that I have the pop screen back, and you notice I did not sing the stained song. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) you. See, I brought you poop chocolate, and I didn't sing the stained song. What a great day. This is coming to be the best day ever. (laughs) All right, let's get you prepped for things that happened in history or events happening this week of October 8th. October 8th, 1982, the musical Cats, based on the book Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot, debuts on Broadway after a year in London. 
Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical won seven Tony Awards and is the fourth longest-running Broadway musical of all time, with only Phantom of the Opera, Chicago, and The Lion King with more performances. A movie adaptation of the show is planned to start filming next month with Ian McKellen, James Corden, Jennifer Hudson, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> that was worth it just for the look on your face as you got f- further down that. It's like, like one of those is not like the others. <laughs> it was like I could tell when you saw the, the name Taylor Swift, <laughs> but you hadn't quite. And by the way, our, our this podcast will not be taken off the, the SoundCloud because we said the name Taylor Swift. But if we start singing one of her songs, then uh, we're going to get axed. Don't worry, I don't want to sing any of her songs. Yeah. The song Memory. Midnight, all alone in the mirror. If Taylor Swift sings that song, we're not going to be allowed to go oh, on the podcast. No, anymore. I think Jennifer Hudson gets to sing that song in, the, in the musical. The song Memory from the musical has been covered hundreds of times. Barry Manilow's version hit the top 40 in the U.S. a month after the show debuted on Broadway. Yeah, he had the biggest hit with it. Was he in the show? He was not. <laughs> <laughs> you see him with his little whiskers and his polyester sh- suit and his little. Oh, love that Barry Manilow. October 9th, happy Leif Erikson Day. The Norse explorer was thought for many years to be the first European to land in North America centuries before Christopher Columbus. And in 1960, an archaeological site discovered in Newfoundland seemed to verify those claims. And then in 1964, President Johnson made Leif Erikson Day an official federal observance. What do you do on Leif Erikson Day? What's your what's your usual usual routine? Put on a Viking helmet. Um, I didn't know it was a thing. Okay. Well, we'll do something. Why October 9th? There is no corresponding date to Erickson's accomplishments, so the date was chosen either to commemorate the first wave of Norwegian immigrants arriving in New York on October 9th, 1825, or as a middle finger to Columbus Day, which is the day before. I've seen both out there as <laughs> possibilities. The, you know what we should do is we should go to Ballard. Well, they do have a big Leif Erikson Day a celebration on, on Tuesday, and you're going to be in Ballard. That's true. Yeah, so there's going to be some sort of I Norse. I walk right by the... Um, the Norse Heritage. Is it the Norse Heritage Museum? Or well, it's there's the, one of those, and then there's a the lodge. Oh, okay. The Leif Erikson Lodge yeah. or whatever. So this Tuesday we should do a little Norse something or other for your uh, for your trivia yeah. night. We'll get we'll get all Norsey. You should do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get right on that, man. October tenth. Happy birthday, Ed Wood Jr. Known as one of the worst film directors of all time, Ed Wood is responsible for making movies which are now considered cult classics, including Glenn or Glenda, Bride of the Monster, and his magnum opus Plan 9 from Outer Space. Most of these films starred Dracula actor Bela Lugosi, whom Wood befriended and cast during Lugosi's struggles with drug addiction. Plan 9 from Outer Space, which tops many lists of the worst movie of all time, 
was also Lugosi's last movie. He died after shooting only a handful of brief scenes. Undaunted, Wood cast a chiropractor, a man with no acting experience who looked nothing like Lugosi, (laughs) to play Lugosi's part. Because it was obviously not Lugosi, the chiropractor did his scenes while holding a cape over his face. Now, have you ever seen Plan 9 from Outer Space? (laughs) No. It's worth seeing. Isn't there a movie about the movie? So Ed Wood, there was a movie called Ed Wood that Tim Burton did with Johnny Depp as Ed Wood. And Martin Landau won an Oscar for playing Bill Lugosi. And it's fantastic. It's maybe one one of the best Johnny Depp, Tim Burton collaborations out there. Yeah. Um, but see Plan Nine from out. It's easy, easy to find, and it is, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's so bad. I mean, there's, it's, it's one of those movies where people will shout things at the screen, like you'll see a cop car like driving down the road in the middle of the night, and then it'll cut to a scene where it's also driving in the middle of the day, and then cut back to a scene where it arrives and it's, it's nighttime again. And people, <laughs> people just be like, it's night, day. Night. There's like obvious like boom shots in the thing. Yeah. Some people, somebody will run into like a cardboard wall and then it'll jiggle and they'll just leave it in there. It's, it's fantastic. And the whole thing with the chiropractor, I mean, he's like, like a, he's just, he doesn't look anything like Bela Lugosi. But uh, they had, he wanted to finish his film. Well, he couldn't find anyone else. It's just kind of how he, he <laughs> if you see the movie Ed Wood, you'll, it's, it's, it explains a lot. It's a lot about making this particular mm-hmm. movie. So did he write the movies? Yes. He wrote, he acted in them a, a lot of the times. Uh, he was a crossdresser. So in like Glenn or Glenda is about him. Okay. And uh, he he was he was especially loved um, Angora sweaters, so he wore a lot of uh, Angora sweaters. Oh right. Yeah. The movie was originally titled "Grave Robbers from Outer Space," but the Baptist that Wood got to bankroll the movie objected to the title. <laughs> yeah, he got some uh, some uh, church nearby church to uh, give him movie uh, give him money for the movie. Because he convinced them that if they did a sci-fi movie, something they could make a lot of money at, then he would could do like religious movies. He oh, never yeah. he never intended on doing right, any right. religious movies, but he was like, "Oh yeah, this like cheapo science fiction thing will make a ton of money." And of course, then we can make Jesus movies, <laughs> which are kind of alien movies too, aren't they? Mm, zombie, maybe. <laughs> Why do they have a problem with the grave robbers? Well, I I guess just. It's not like blasphemous or anything. No, just maybe just <laughs> uh, indecorous. It's just kind of mm. just a little too vulgar for them, maybe. Speaking of Jesus. Yes, when we were. Um, so Andy came out to Ohio for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I ever told you about this. This is church off of uh, I-75 yeah. on the way from Cincinnati. And they built this giant Jesus statue in front, like facing the highway. So you see it when you go by. Okay. And it used to be like kind of a torso and up of Jesus and his hands are up. And everybody called him Touchdown Jesus. Sure. 
Well, then Touchdown Jesus got struck by lightning. Oh, no. And it burned to the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what was left was like a, like a metal like frame. Okay. Um, in the same kind of shape, but just like a stick figure. Mm-hmm. And then his name was Terminator Jesus. they they built a new jesus statue and now it's like a whole body jesus Mm -hmm. and he's holding his hands out in front of him like this and we call him five dollar foot long jesus (laughs) (laughs) how how big was that fish you caught jesus it was this big I want to know when it when it was Terminator Jesus. If there was any way of getting that one and the Arnold Schwarzenegger statue near each other, and just confuse the hell out of everybody. Well, it's pretty far from Columbus. Mm. October eleventh, Happy National Coming Out Day. The annual LGBTQ Awareness Day started in nineteen eighty eight, a year to the day of the Second National March on Washington, D.C., in which the name's Project AIDS memorial quilt was unveiled. (laughs) The official logo for National Coming Out Day, a figurine dancing out of a closet, (laughs) never seen that, was created by artist Keith Haring in 1987. Yeah, it's just a kind of a figure and it's, if you've seen Keith Haring's stuff, then you kind of understand what it looks like. Mm. Um, yeah. Is it kind of like, hello, my baby? <laughs> it's hello, like, my it's, it looks like it's like kicking the door open and being like, I'm here. <laughs> okay. I'm here. And finally, October 12th, happy international moment of frustration scream day. <laughs> so what you're supposed to do is at noon... Go outside and scream for 30 seconds. Wow. Yeah. In 1970, psychologist Arthur Janov published The Primal Scream, which describes a similar type of release. But the act of screaming as a stress release goes back a decade earlier when Harvard students started their tradition of screaming out of their dorm windows during finals week. But yeah, at, at Northwestern, we had the primal scream too, where during finals week, uh, it was like this timed thing. Now, Harvard now has, it's it's morphed into screaming and streaking. We didn't do that at Northwestern. <laughs> it was too cold. Too cold to be streaking. Well, I feel like screaming... Outside of your dorm room on a college campus, yes, is a lot more acceptable than standing outside of the Target downtown <laughs> and screaming into the air. <laughs> That's very true. I I, I I have to agree. Um, by the way, we uh, I want you to uh, uh, see if you recognize this. That scream. Yeah, that scream. Yeah, is that like? What's it called? Wilhelm? That is the Wilhelm scream. Maybe the most famous scream of all time. Uh, do you know about the Wilhelm scream? Do you know anything? I just know that it's like been used in a bunch of stuff. I don't know why, though. So it goes back to the scream itself is from this movie called Distant Drums. And Sheb Woolley, 
who's probably best known for singing the one-eyed, one-horn, flying purple people eater song. I love that song. So he was in the movie. Was he in the flying purple people eater movie? Oh, I don't know if he was. I hope so. I don't know how you could do that movie without Shep (laughs) Woolley. But so he's in this movie, and at one point he gets eaten by alligator or something like that and lets out this scream. Uh And... Then it got reused in a bunch of different movies for a while, but then it got labeled as in like a sound effects library as like man being eaten by alligators. Yeah. In 1977, when they were going doing the sound effects for Star Wars, the the sound effects guy found this scream and put it in when a stormtrooper goes off the the, the rails. Where there probably is no banister. Right. Gotta have those banisters, guys. <laughs> so then Steven Spielberg loved it so much. It's in almost every Star Wars movie and every Indiana Jones movie really? has has the Wilhelm scream somewhere in there. And then a bunch of people, it got popular again and people kind of layered in different scenes. Like Pixar's used it a bunch of times. Just as little in-jokes of like... Sometimes it'll be way in the background. Sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be right up front. Sometimes it's sped up and slowed down. And and why uh, is it called Wilhelm? That was the character's name. It was oh. Wilhelm? So that's why it's the Wilhelm scream. That's great. So uh, so uh, there's super cuts all over the place on YouTube of all the movies that have used the Wilhelm scream. So <laughs> go and find that yourself. And instead of uh, screaming outside your uh, your work on uh, National Screen Day. <laughs> Because that might, uh, you know, that might, that might draw the wrong attention. Uh, you can always just uh, Wilhelm scream it up on YouTube. Okay, I'll, I'll do that instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or listen to the Michael and Janet Jackson song "Scream." Mm. Watch the video. That video is great. Yeah, that video is is, is a good one. It's aesthetically pleasing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> just want to keep using that word <laughs> alright everybody that was your game prep It is time for the audio round challenge, and uh, in tribute to Monica's return to the Great Northwest, we have a round on home songs. Songs with the word home in the title. Yeah. And this was an embarrassment of riches. Lots of songs using the word home in the title. Mm-hmm. A lot of songs just called home. home. There were a lot. <laughs> there were, we probably could have done a whole round on just songs titled home. Probably. So, um, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Here is your first home song. I think you're going to hear the Wilhelm scream first, though. Okay. <laughs> yep. Home, where my thoughts escaping home, where my music's playing home, where my love lies waiting silently for. Homeward Bound yes. by Simon and Garfunkel. Yay! I thought about that one for you, but I was like, he'll know it. <laughs> well, now, this is interesting because I didn't do any extras for this I one. I did one extra. Okay, good. All right. 
We'll see if we end up doubling up. Here's song number one. Well, this is going to be a weird one because I recognize the voice, but I don't know the title of the song. That's Jerry Rafferty. It is. From Steeler's Wheel. Uh, but I I don't recognize the song at all. The song is called Home and Dry. Mm, no, I would never have gotten that one. So I originally was going to put a song called Home and Dry by the Pet Shop Boys. Uh-huh. But then that song started playing, and I was like, oh, I like this one better. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jerry Rafferty's voice. He was, it's really he was nice. big. Baker Street and... Uh, Right down the line. And, of course, when he was a Steelers wheel, stuck in the middle with you. Oh. Yeah. Mm. He's that guy. All right. Here is song number two. times and i don't know who it is but i think it's just called home yeah it's just called home um yeah i don't know who it is it is edward sharp and the magnetic zeros okay yeah they're so hipstery yeah (laughs) uh number two Give me some tough ones today. I love it. Um, oh, I, oh, man. I started on Carly Simon, and then halfway through, I switched to Carol King. I'm going to go with Carol King. You're right. Okay. But I don't know the name of the song. No. No. It's called Welcome Home. Oh, nice. Yeah, Carol King. Oof. This is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, here is your next one. Bring on home to me. Yes. Oh, which one is it? I have two. <laughs> Talk it out. What was your first instinct? Otis Redding. What was your second instinct? Bill Withers. Is okay. it neither of those? It's neither of those. Oh, my God. Am I wrong about the name Bill Withers? No. Uh, well, there is a there is a singer called Bill Withers, but that's not that. He's not. That's not who that is. Oh. So funny because I was just thinking about this song. It's a fantastic song. I don't remember. Oh, no. Well, you got the name. That's really good. Um, that is Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. There's three names. Oh. <laughs> you can't go wrong with any of those three, but uh, Sam Cooke's just that voice. Oof. 
Well, don't they, didn't they all kind of sing those kind of songs, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm not, like, way off. Definitely Otis Redding. Bill Withers is a little more in the 70s, kind oh. of that 70s style. Okay. Lean on Me and Ain't No Sunshine and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah. Sam Cooke and, and Otis Redding, similar voices. Oh. Sam Cooke's a little smoother. Otis Redding's a little rough, has a little more rough edges around his, around his singing. All right. Yeah. Well, I got it mixed up. Yeah. Can we get some names that aren't so generic, please? <laughs> if they were called Smooth Singer and Slightly Rougher Singer, then I would be able to. Smooth Singer. <laughs> rougher Singer. <laughs> Next for you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, that sounds like Judy Garland. It is. And it's a song that a lot of people have done. Oops. It has home in the title. Man. Well, it's not this, but I'm going to guess it because it's the only song title I can think of is Bill Bailey, Will You Please Come Home? But it's not that. Mm-mm. What is it? Any place I hang my hat is home. Oh, wow. Okay. There was also like a Barbra Streisand version. Sure. And uh, I think there was like a a guy. What's the jazz guy with a really rough Louis Armstrong? I think there was a version with him. I could see that. They all kind of recorded each other's songs back then. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Oh, Judy Garland. What pipes? Big pipes. I'm so looking forward to seeing the Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, Star is Born, which Judy Garland did back in the 50s. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. So, yeah, the progression now, Judy Garland, Barbara Streisand did it in the 70s, and now Lady Gaga doing it now. They just did a special viewing of that in Yellow Springs, Ohio. Yeah. Because Dave Chappelle lives there. Oh, right, right. He's in it. And Bradley Cooper came out. Oh, very fun. On National Coming Out Day. (laughs) (laughs) just a little early Uh, alright here is your next one <laughs> I've never heard. Did you that. pick up any context clues from the lyrics? No, I heard "Daddy" and someone's head's doing the splits. <laughs> um, not coming home, Daddy. Well, you got some of the words right in there. That's pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, home and coming. Oh, what is that? It is called the Homecoming Queen's Got a Gun. Oh, wow. And it's by a, a comedian named Julie Brown, who uh, did a bunch of stuff in the 80s. Uh, that's one of those. I just couldn't resist putting that on. because <laughs> It's a very funny song. It is funny. It starts off as a 50s, like, oh, everybody's beautiful and going to prom. And then it turns into this weird drama of <laughs> Debbie, the, the homecoming queen, just killing everybody. <laughs> so a bit of a carry thing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Next. Creeping up the blind 
Oh, man. All right, now we have to make the choice. Is it Phil Collins or is it Genesis? Because there got to be that point in the 80s where it could have been a Phil Collins song, but it was really Genesis and vice versa. I'm going to say that is straight up Phil Collins. No. No. (laughs) And I don't know the name of that song. I've never heard that. It's called Home by the Sea. Oh, yeah. No, never heard that. And apparently they also have a song called Second Home by the Sea, (laughs) which I did not listen to. (laughs) That is too funny. (laughs) All right. Are we down to our last ones? Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations. that's hilarious yeah i think that's phil collins that is straight up phil collins well done (laughs) that sounded like kind of the tarzan era oh yeah 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 you're right in there no no is it second home by the sea (laughs) it is not It's not because that that's a Genesis song, wouldn't it be a Genesis yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I don't know what it's called. That is just called "Take Me Home." Oh, because okay. I don't remember. Take take me home because I don't remember. Because I don't remember what. That's all he ever says. Is that's the chorus? Because he doesn't remember where his house is. <laughs> take me home. I have dementia. <laughs> awful it is it's terrible <laughs> sorry i made fun sad of sad song it is the saddest song all right here's your last all right one. Need... and then i have a bonus for fun okay Oh, that's terrible. That's Nickelbackian. <laughs> it's Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, again, I don't know what these songs are called. Uh, I will say Home Sweet Home. It's Follow You Home. Okay, yeah. Like no. a creep. <laughs> Is like a creep in parentheses on that? Follow you home like a creep. <laughs> Follow you home like a creepy creep. Well, it's kind of not. It's not that creepy because he's following her home, even though she's like totally psychotic and mean to him. Oh, okay. But still, maybe she's psychotic and mean to him because she wants him to go the hell away. Yeah, maybe that's maybe he's hint, she's, hint, yeah, yeah, exactly. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stop singing at me like that. <laughs> and get a haircut, poodle, poodle boy. Stay out of my diary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how did we do? Um, you got one, two. Three, four. Yeah, that was a tough one for me. And I got five. Well done. You want your bonus for Yeah, fun? let's listen to the uh, shits and giggles one. Okay. 
Well, that is called Sunny Came Home. Mm-hmm. And that's by Sean Colvin. Oh. That was the one that I got both on. That's the only one. <laughs> it doesn't even count. Yeah, I know. That's fine. That's fine. I almost put that one on for you because that's a I Sean Cole. Sean Colvin's a tough one because she had like that. That was a legitimate one-hit wonder in a lot of ways. I mean, mm-hmm. won the Grammy for best song that year, and then Sean Colvin never had another pop hit. Although I think she's still out there, you know, doing concerts and stuff. But pop charts. Yeah. Nope. That was like '96. Yeah. And I went to school with this girl named Sunny, and mm-hmm. she was a total biatch. <laughs> <laughs> she really was very mean. Sunny, go home. <laughs> Sunny, get out of here. Get out of here. All right, well, let's get out of here. But before we do, uh, let's tell everybody what's happening this week in the Seattle Tacoma area. Monica is back. I'm back Tuesday at Fitzgerald's in Ballard. Yeah. And uh, happy uh, Leif Erikson Day on that day. Yes. Going to have some Norsey stuff in there. Um, I am Monday at the Skylark in West Seattle. Tuesdays at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. Wednesdays at the Berliner in Renton. Thursdays at the local 907, also in Renton. You can also play on Tuesdays in Burien at the Bison Creek Pizza and Pub with Cat. And Tuesdays and Thursdays at Murphy's in Wellingford with Mookie on Tuesdays, Jeff on Thursdays. They're all free to play. There's lots of prizes. It's uh, it's a fun time. So if you're in the Seattle area, and if you're not from Seattle, Tacoma area, and you're in visiting, um, come and play trivia and then let us know that you came out and you heard it on the podcast. We would love to say hello. How exciting that would be. Yeah. We've gotten, we've gotten more listeners and we thank everybody for listening and, uh, downloading. And, uh, you can always let us know where you're listening from and stuff. Uh, quizfix at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and, uh, like us on our Facebook page, which is mostly about our trivia night, but occasionally we'll have some podcast information as well. That's it. That's it. That's all we got right now. So uh, we're going to get out of here and enjoy the rest of our Sunday afternoon. But thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And we'll talk at you next week. Bye. Let's get trivia. Trivia. I want to get trivia.